It's time for the SwampSwamiSports.com audio podcast. Andy Reid, number five and climbing. Did you know that Andy Reid is the only person in NFL history to have won more than 100 football games as the head coach with two different teams? Andy Reid has won more than 100 games as a head coach with one team but was in the NFC and the other in the AFC. Andy Reid was the former head coach in Philadelphia, and he now coaches in Kansas City. And this Sunday in Tempe, Arizona, his former team will be playing his current team for the NFL championship called the Super Bowl. While the head coach of the NFC's Philadelphia Eagles from 1999 to 2012, Andy Reid won 130 games, losing 93. And that's an average of 10 wins every single season. Upon moving to coach the AFC's Kansas City Chiefs in 2013, Andy Reid has compiled a record of 117 wins against just 47 losses. At KC, Coach Reid is now averaging more than 11 wins per year and has yet to even post a losing record in any of his 10 seasons with Kansas City. I also had no idea that the 64-year-old Andy Reid has quietly moved up to number five in career wins as an NFL head coach. His 247 career wins is now just three behind one of America's best-known NFL coaching legends, Tom Landry of the Dallas Cowboys. How about them Cowboys? Yeah! Is currently number four in career wins with 250. Next on the list comes number three, Bill Belichick of the New England Patriots with 298. Number two on the list is George Papa Bear Hallis of the Chicago Bears with 318 wins. And the all-time winningest coach in the NFL is Don Shula of the Baltimore Colts and later the Miami Dolphins with 328 career wins. Coach Andy Reid has significantly more wins than other well-known coaching legends, such as Bill Parcells. He's number 12 overall with 172 wins. How about Chuck Knoll of the Pittsburgh Steelers? He's number 8, 193 wins. And the man who gave Andy Reid his very first NFL job as a coach as the tight ends coach in Green Bay, Mike Holmgren. He's number 17 and has 161 wins. After 13 years in Philadelphia and nine playoff appearances with the Eagles, Andy Reid was fired as the head coach of the Eagles after the 2012 season after posting a 4-12 losing record. But there was a good reason for Coach Reid's bad season in Philadelphia. Less than a month prior to the start of that 2012 NFL season, Reid's oldest son, Garrett, died from a heroin overdose in Philadelphia at the age of 29. Garrett Reed's addiction issues became public in 2007 after he admitted to being high on heroin after running a red light and ramming his vehicle into another car. While in court for sentencing, Garrett Reed told the judge there, quote, I don't want to die doing drugs. I don't want to be that kid who was the son of a head coach of the Eagles who was spoiled and on drugs and OD'd and just faded into oblivion. The younger Reed was imprisoned off and on all the way through 2009. By 2012, Garrett Reed was assisting the Eagles' strength coaches during the team's training camp session. Coach Andy Reed was dealing with the death of his son while he continued to coach the Philadelphia Eagles for that 2012 NFL season. And then on December 31, 2012, Andy Reed was terminated by Philadelphia after that 4-12 season. And he'd never been fired from any other job during 30 years of coaching. Just five days later, January 4th, 2013, Clark Hunt, who's the chairman of the Kansas City Chiefs, happily announced to the public that he had hired Andy Reid as the team's new head football coach. 
Clark Hunt, is the son of the Chiefs' founder, Lamar Hunt. In that 2012 season, Kansas City posted an even worse record, 2-14. So they released their coach, Romeo Crennel, and then they learned of Andy Reid's dismissal from Philadelphia. Clark Hunt wanted to see if Andy Reid was ready to move to the Midwest and coach the Chiefs. So he and Reid spent an entire day together trying to get to know each other. Clark Hunt already knew that Andy Reid was a great coach. He was just trying to determine if Andy Reid was mentally ready to continue coaching so soon after the loss of his son and a very difficult football season in Philadelphia. Clark Hunt said, quote, I could tell in the interview that he had a clear vision for how he liked to operate. And I think that comes from experience, obviously, but I'd also like to think it's just his personality. He communicates very well, is highly intelligent, and is an excellent teacher. In his first season with the Kansas City Chiefs, Andy Reid's team went 11-5 and earned a spot in the AFC playoffs. Since his hiring, the Chiefs have never even had a losing season in Reid's 10 years as the head coach. Here's a little history on Andy Reid. He's from a middle-class neighborhood in Los Angeles. He liked playing baseball and basketball as a youngster. But when he reached the eighth grade, Andy Reid's oldest brother, who was 10 years his senior, became a football coach at Andy's school. The 13-year-old Andy Reid was already over six foot tall and weighed around 200 pounds, so his older brother demanded that his little brother has to play on the football team, and he did. The 13-year-old Andy Reid then became briefly famous for winning his age group during an ABC Monday Night Football telecast. In the Los Angeles Rams punt, pass, and kick competition at a halftime, Andy Reid was just too big for those junior-sized uniforms they'd given to the competitors. So the Rams locker room staff allowed Andy to wear the number 34 jersey of reserve running back Les Josephson during the halftime competition. An exceptional student in the classroom, Andy Reid still preferred playing baseball and basketball rather than being an offensive lineman on that high school football team. Though Reid did not earn a scholarship to play for his favorite college team at USC, he did attend Glendale Junior College for one season and performed well enough as an offensive lineman to be named to the all-conference team. Andy Reid was then recruited to attend Brigham Young University in Provo, Utah. Though he was not a Mormon upon arrival at BYU, he would soon become a member of the Church of Latter-day Saints in 1979. Before he arrived in college at Provo, though, Andy Reid had already been taking notes every day since his junior year in high school. He enjoyed journaling his daily life and wrote about it every day without fail. And at BYU, Andy Reid then became an English major and he studied journalism too. He was later asked by the Provo Daily Herald newspaper to write a weekly column for the local paper. Reid said, quote, I wrote about our guys on the team and had fun with it. I'm not going to tell you that I was a great writer, but it was a lot of fun to do. I had a dream when I was a kid to write for Sports Illustrated, but it never quite worked out that way. Fortunately, Andy Reid's college football coach saw the makings of an outstanding coach in Andy Reid. By the time his senior year rolled around, BYU head coach Lavelle Edwards implored that Andy Reid should give coaching a try. The coach said, quote, We'd be out practicing and working, and there'd be questions coming up as to how to handle a particular blitz. I noticed a lot of times that Reid was helping the guard or the tackle or the center next to him to make sure that they understood exactly what to do if there was some kind of stunt or whatever they did. I remember saying at the time that this guy has got an unusual feel and knowledge of the game, and the more I watched him, the more I realized he could be a very good coach. While at Brigham Young, Andy Reid met his future wife, Tammy, while taking a P.E. class together. Tammy, who was a physics major, recalled that Andy Reid was kind of shy and reluctant to ask her for a date. They would marry and graduate in 1981. 
Many years later, though, Andy Reid would reveal some solid advice for married men. Here's what he said, quote, Every day is a special day. I call her my girlfriend for that reason. You never lose interest if you do that, right, guys? Call them your girlfriend, and you'll always do special things for them. Interesting advice. After graduating, the young married couple entered the U-Haul Frequent Renters Program for young college football coaches. They move around a lot. After one season as a graduate assistant at BYU, where he later earned his master's degree, Andy Reid's first assistant coaching job came as an offensive line coach with San Francisco State University. Well, the Gators, who abandoned their football program in 1994, played in the NCAA's Division II using non-scholarship players. Reed's wife, Tammy, said, quote, Every Tuesday and Thursday, the coaches would go out and sell hot dogs to earn money for the football program. Andrew would sell hot dogs in the middle of the commons, you know, out in the middle of the campus. The money from those hot dog sales went to the football department to help cover the cost of operations. Andrew, I mean Andy, also took a part-time job as a baseball umpire to help make ends meet at home. His wife recalled once again, The game started after dinner so he could make $10 or $15 per game, and he did that as much as he could. I remember the night after our first son, Britt, was born. He came to see me in his gear, wearing those dark navy pants, the light blue shirt, the little pouch with the brush to wipe off the plate, and the clicker. (laughs) After three seasons in San Francisco, Andy and Tammy Reed and their growing young family moved on to Northern Arizona University then UT El Paso, and the University of Missouri, and later to his first NFL job as an assistant coach handling tight ends for Mike Holmgren in Green Bay. Now, Mike Holmgren had been an assistant coach back at BYU when Andy Reid was a player and a graduate assistant. And Reid credits Mike Holmgren with helping him find his first college coaching job at San Francisco State, and then Holmgren was later giving Andy Reid a chance to become a coach in the NFL. Andy Reid quickly became more involved in the entire Green Bay offensive scheme. He would become the Packers quarterback coach and later the offensive coordinator. Andy Reid and Green Bay's Hall of Fame quarterback Brett Favre worked together for several years. During his seven years from 1992 to 1999 in Green Bay, the Packers made the playoffs six out of seven times. They won the Super Bowl in 1996, beating New England, and then returned again in 1997, only to lose to the Denver Broncos. Andy Reid then landed his first NFL head coaching job in Philadelphia in 1999. The Eagles had finished 3-13 the year before and had fired Ray Rhodes as the season ended. After a disappointing first year at 5-11 in Philadelphia, Andy Reid's Eagles soared to qualify for five straight playoff appearances. Andy Reid's teams in Philly would make it into the Super Bowl once, losing to New England. However, the team also lost in four other NFC Championship games during his 13 years as coach of the Eagles. For Chiefs chairman Clark Hunt, the hiring of Andy Reid just five days after he was fired from Philadelphia must have been incredibly gratifying. For Andy Reid and his family, having a new beginning in Kansas City seems to have been just what they needed too. And this Sunday in Tempe, Arizona, Andy Reid's Kansas City Chiefs will play in their third Super Bowl game in just 10 years after he became the team's head coach. This quiet NFL coach, who may be more known to the public now for doodling mustaches on unsuspecting football players during that State Farm insurance commercial, continues to make his mark as one of the greatest coaches of all time. Enjoy the game. I'm Swamp Swami.
and I'm gonna get me one. 